What's up, family? It's an ordinary church girl kind of day. It's your girl, the radical redhead, Cole Phillips, coming to you today, every day of your life, for the rest of your life, as long as God allows, with another episode of No Ordinary Church Girl, Candid Conversations on Love, Pain, and Everything in Between. What's going down, family? Don't say you miss me because you're lying. And it's okay. I can tell by your lack of interaction on Instagram and Facebook. I'm joking. Not really. But let's go ahead and catch you up with some news you absolutely cannot use. All right. So here's the deal. Why did I take a hiatus from you all when I said I was back? Because <laughs> I had to get back to myself. That's the title today. And uh, we're going to talk about it a little bit and how that's important for you to do the same because I'm all about it. Right. But first. Can I tell you that um, I have a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old? Mm-hmm. I have a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old. I just want to say that one more time. I have a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old. I think all of you know this, and you also know that this is my therapy. Why is this my therapy? Because this is how I get out my feelings and let the whole world know. So really, it's not in private because all of you guys know my business. No, <laughs> the business I choose to share. So here's the deal. Um Having a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old is becoming increasingly uh, interesting. That's, a, that's my fancy way of saying challenging. Now, my sons who don't listen to my show unless they're on the show, so I'm, I'm really not worried about them hearing this, even though I'm not worried even when they do, because <laughs> they already know. They're going through a lot of identity changes. And what I mean by that is not that they don't know who they are, because they do. It, it's more of social stuff than discipline. It's a combination of, I want to be social, but yeah, I have to be disciplined, but I'd rather be social than be disciplined. And to my parents who are dealing with this right now, you understand my pain. So let's talk about it, shall we? Um, so when you think about dealing with all things parenting, and when you think about all things developing your teenagers, right, there are two things that are constantly attacking them. And that is, who am I? And what should I be doing right now? Those two things are evident. And if you pay close attention to how they walk out certain circumstances, you will see that very clearly. Who am I and what should I be doing right now? Who am I? All right. So Sean P., Sean Carter, my youngest, is an actor. I've talked about him as well as TJ, who's the athlete. So my double A's. Uh, my actor is an actor through and through. I can see it all over him. He's also going to do a lot in as far as humanitarian work. I know that because of his heart and what I see in him. Now, my job as a parent, as you all know, me being the individual that I am and, and, and my faith, I, I speak into my son what I see. And what I see and what God showed me is that he is that person, right? But right now my son is struggling with uh, being disciplined. So shout out to the quarantine because the pandemic definitely jacked up everything in my house when it came to being timely. Uh, my sons now don't go to bed until midnight. On a school night. Why? How is that okay? Why is that okay? And you know what that does to me? Being the mama bear that I am, it's very hard for me to go to sleep because I know my house is not at rest. So for all the parents who are struggling with that, listen, I understand your pain because my youngest is going to bed at midnight. He was normally the very disciplined one. He's my academic one as well. My oldest, he was the one who taught, who you, you who would stay up like at uh, midnight or so in his room, right? So you didn't necessarily know because he was in his room, but he would be up late and then, of course, struggle to get up in the morning. And then on the weekends, he'd sleep in until like noon. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing, right? But now they're both just a little crazy. So I'm just asking y'all to pray for me. That's all I got. Like, I just want y'all to pray for me because I'm trying not to choke a kid. 
Okay. I don't want to kill a kid. And if I choke them, I might not let go. I'm kidding. So don't be calling CPS on me. Calm down. Everybody just calm down. Okay. So, <laughs> but uh, or, uh, yeah. And, and then you guys are going to love this. The beautiful thing about me. Yeah, I said it. And that's confidence. Don't confuse that with anything else. I'm not being cocky. Um, the beautiful thing about me is that I don't mind telling my story. In every way, fashion, form. Now, I am careful not to include the individuals by name uh, when I am telling my story. So I'm very careful with that, right? But at the end of the day, I don't mind sharing. And so um, we're going to have Bubba back on, a.k.a. Demario, because he and I went through a very, 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 let me say it one more time, very uh, traumatic relationship faux pas. You guys like how I was like looking for words to say to make it sound fancy. <laughs> Basically, we went through some relationship trouble and it was bad. OK, uh, but it was also very um, revealing about both of us. Uh, it also allowed God to come in and work some things with the two of us. It also revealed the people around us. Um, so it, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was not fun. I don't want to paint it like it's fun, but I wouldn't be who I am and who I desire to be to all of you and serving you. When I say it's candid conversations on love, pain and everything in between. Well, guess what? It's time to talk about some pain. So we're going to talk about it. He's going to come on the show. We're going to talk about what we went through and how, um, ultimately it almost destroyed our relationship. I mean, technically we broke up technically. I mean, for those of you who have that, like in and out, type relationship it wasn't that okay so we're not together and then that you know broke up then back together again then broke up then back together again like no I don't do that either you're gone or you, you stay in or what right and I was that you're gone like I'm my cutoff is strong y'all need to know that like it's it's real strong it's almost so strong that it's scary like I, God's had to work with me on that so we're gonna talk about that too but that's not what we're gonna do today but I just wanted to give you some news you absolutely can use eventually we're gonna change that from not using it to you're gonna use it because there you go like yeah I got a lot of I got a lot of fun we're gonna have a whole lot of fun and we're also gonna start talking about things out in this world that agitate or encourage and I want to uh, be sure it does the same for you, uh, like the Derek Jackson phenomenon. I don't know if you even know who he is, and that's okay. And I'm not making his name famous, but I want to talk about it, not to shame him. He's had enough of that. That's not what I do anyway. But I do want to shed light on the fact that, look, this is why you don't put all your confidence in people, right? You put your confidence in God. That's just my position, because when you put your confidence in people, they're imperfect, and they will let you down, right? And you have to determine who that person is in your life, how much influence they have in your life and where you want them to be in within your life and the impact that they can have. And, and unfortunately, a lot of women in particular look to Derek Jackson to be, um, in a sense, a God, uh, you're not going to like that. It's going to make you uncomfortable when I talk about it, but we're going to talk about it. So there's your news you absolutely cannot use. We're going to talk about some pain. We're going to talk about some agitating things in the world. Like, I'm going to be playing clips and stuff. Like, we're going to have a whole lot of fun. It's a whole di different level of no ordinary church girl. There's even going to be some name change stuff. Like, you know, hey, it's all news you can use. So we're not going to say news you absolutely cannot use. But there it is. Okay? How you like that? <laughs> so, look, today I really want to spend some time talking about back to self. Um, I think a lot of us going through this pandemic, going through 
everything that's transpired with this this whole phenomenon um, in the world right now, it, it's been trying. Uh, and for your girl as well, it's been trying. But what I've seen a lot more of is individuals are losing themselves. Like they're literally uh, falling for or leaning into the ways of what's going to make them popular, what's going to make them uh, be seen, right? And unfortunately, but fortunately, social media has created a whole paradigm for many of you. Um, I got off of Facebook. So for those of you who um, connect with me a great deal on Facebook and haven't heard from me in like 90 days now, right? I got off of Facebook because I realized it was creating way too much noise for me. Now, that could be good, bad, or indifferent, right? With having a podcast, with having a business and all this kind of stuff, you would say, well, why would you do that to your business? You're going to like, you're going to plummet. Well, here's the thing. I wasn't concerned about that. I was concerned about myself first because I can't serve you if I don't serve myself and make sure I'm the best self, me, if you will, I can be in order to serve and, and go out and do the things that I believe I'm called to do. So I decided to take Facebook out the equation for a little while. I stayed on Instagram. So for those of you who are used to seeing me on Instagram anyway, you see me, right? But Instagram's a different type of noise. And what I mean by that is from commentary and discussions and whatnot, it's a little different um, visual. You see pictures first before you see video first before you get into any commentary. Whereas Facebook, you tend to see it all, right? So it can be overwhelmingly um, just, just overwhelmingly inundated, if you will, with information. And I just had to stop it. And what it did is it allowed me to get back to self guys. I've had a book on the shelf for like, I don't even want to talk about how many years until I actually publish it. And I'm finally in a space where I am working with a publisher. So that's exciting news. That's something that I'm going to be able to put in your hands to help you heal from past trauma and be able to really live the life you deserve and the life that God wants you to have. And so that's kind of a, a, a prelude, if you will, to what's coming from me to better serve you. But uh, I had to get back to self first. I'm a mom. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm a cousin. I'm a, I'm a lot of things, right? Fiance, right? All that, all that stuff. But at the end of the day, who am I first? Who is Cole Phillips first? Who am I to me? <laughs> I can be a lot of things to a lot of people, but if I'm not really true to me and what my desires are and, and what I've been praying about and pursuing, you know, for the course of my life and what I can remember far, as far back as I can remember, am I really being true to self? And so I was in my quiet time, I was reading and I've been doing a lot of reading. I've been doing a lot of meditating. Uh, meditating is something that's become a very big part of my life now. I didn't used to meditate. And it, it was just because I couldn't sit still long enough. If we want to be real about it, I don't know about you, but especially in the world we're in now, it's like sitting still is a crime. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you not doing? What are you into? It's like, dang, just do nothing. And I had to get to a place where I could allow myself to be still. I also had to be disciplined. And in my discipline, I had to be consistent and being focused on me. And I know that's hard for many of you who have businesses, who are spouses, who are in relationships of any kind, who are mothers, fathers, you know, maybe you're a caretaker to your parents, you know, all of that could be happening right now for you, but you still have to make, a, a, make it a point to take care of you. That is absolutely essential because if you don't, you can't do all the other things I just named. You can't be the successful CEO or vice president or employee or, uh, you know, business owner, entrepreneur, whatever you're walking into. You can't be the best wife, uh, husband, 
boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, whatever space you're in right now, daughter, son, um, caretaker, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever it is, if I hit, if I didn't hit it, just think about yourself and what you're doing right now, right? Whatever it is that you're doing, you can't be at your best if you haven't taken the time to focus on yourself being the best. And that's being the best for yourself, not against anyone else. Because here's what started to happen to me. The comparison syndrome is real, all right? Social media will have your head locked up in where you're not in life. Not where you are, but where you're not. And if you're going to get back to yourself, you have to be clear about what it is I want. Create a roadmap, right? This is what I see for myself. This is how I believe I'm going to get there. And then you begin to look for those people, those resources, relationships that are going to help you along your way to get to your final destination, whatever that destination is, whatever you deem success is for you. If success is being a great mom for you, hey, that's success and that's okay. Don't let someone have you thinking that, well, okay, you're a mom, but what else do you do? Uh, being a mom is a lot, okay? Can I go ahead and just give a shout out to all the mamas out there? Being a dad is a lot, okay? Just as much as a mother feels like she can be overlooked and underappreciated, guess what? A father feels the same way. I guarantee you, if you sit down and talk to any fathers, and I've talked to a lot of them, they feel overlooked. Father's Day, what's that? <laughs> Nobody really takes the time for dad, right? But also dad, mom, understand that you being the best you is the most satisfying thing you can do for yourself. So when you do feel those places or, or feel those emotions, if you will, of being underappreciated or uh, unacknowledged or uh, just not noticed in the people that matter to you or the people that you're serving or the people that you're trying to, you know, be the best for. Always make sure you check that motive. Am I being the best for me or am I being the best of what they demand of me? Those are two very different things. And I had to check that because between comparison syndrome and uh, between being a mom and being a business owner and being, you know, it's still in corporate America. Like I do a lot, you guys. <laughs> and I had to literally step back and streamline and say, okay, what is important right now? What is important to me right now? And what's important to me right now is being present for my sons. And why is that important to me? because I only have a very short window of time before they're going to go into the next phase of life. They're not going to be in my house much longer. I have literally four years. And can I tell you in the short time that we've been here uh, in Texas and well, I would say me and then them because they came later, but I've been in Texas for 20 years, guys. It doesn't even feel like it's been 20 years. And that's real. Like to say it and you say it's like short time. That's not a short time, but that's how it feels for me to even say I've been here 20 years is like, have I? It doesn't feel like it, but that's how time escapes you. And the more that you focus on what everybody else wants of you versus what you know you need to be doing for you to be happy, for you to be at peace, for you to lay your head down and say, yeah, I did that today, right? For you to get there, you got to get back to self. And what does that mean? You got to know who you are. You got to know who you are. And so in my quiet time, like I said, I've been meditating and I've been reading a lot more. And being still is very important to me now in the morning. I realize it more and more when I don't take the time to be still and just think through. All right. Just don't think about anything for the moment. Just relax. Just start your day in a relaxed state. And you already know what you're walking into for the most part. And then anything else that comes, you'll handle it. But know what you got going on right now, which is just chill out, relax, release some stress that may still be on you that you woke up with, all that fun stuff. And then I read my Bible or I read a devotional. It just depends on where I'm at. 
And and I don't put a time constraint on myself and say, oh, I'm not getting 30 minutes in. I just make sure I get some time in. If I get more, great. If I get less, it's okay. I still got some. <laughs> and that's where I'm at. So I was reading Daniel, the book of Daniel, and I was reading the uh, first chapter. And I came, across, I came across, excuse me, verse 8. And it says, but Daniel made up in his mind that he would not defile taint or dishonor himself with the king's finest food or with the wine, which the king drank. So he asked the commander of the officials that he might be excused so that he would not defile himself. Now, what is he saying? So just to give a little background, uh, Daniel was a prophet in in this time and the king, well, he had certain ways that he wanted his prophets to be. He wanted them to have the the drink that he drank and he wanted them to eat the food that that he ate. And there were certain things that he required of his prophets, prophets being individuals who spoke to him things of the future or things to come, right? And Daniel made a decision that, hey, look, this is not cool for me. I don't like how I feel. I don't like how uh, I'm seeing things. I, I don't even believe this is what God wants me to do. This is not why God put me here. And so he asked the commander who reports to the king, just like he does, but he was over him and ensuring that he was taken care of uh, that, you know what, I'm not going to do that. How about, let me, let me do this. And he's like, Hey, I'm just telling you the rest of the storyline because I didn't read that part, but to you rather. Uh, but he's like, Hey, you know what? I, I'm going to go ahead. And many of you may have heard the Daniel's fast. Well, he just wanted fruits and vegetables, right? And he did it for 10 days. So you hear people talking about a 21 day fast, Daniel fast. Well, in the Bible, it's actually 10 days, but you do it as long as, long as you want, but I'm just being specific as to what's there. If you're, if you're speaking biblically. Uh, so Daniel said, I don't want The ways of the world is basically what he was saying. If we want to translate it to current day, I don't want to do what everybody in the world is doing. I need to do what's right for me. And Daniel's like, hey, look, if I eat this way and I do things this way, this is good for me. And the commander's like, well, hey, that's not how we do it. And I'm going to get in trouble. He's like, okay, well, let me go and tell him. And if I'm wrong, okay, then I'll go back to the the customs of the world, the way that the world does it. But But if I'm right, let me keep doing what I'm doing for me, right? That took courage. That took a level of um, belief in self, right? And, and that's where we're at in this stage of the game of life. The pandemic, the quarantine, all that fun stuff has took, taken the veil off a lot of people. So folks who are out there faking it, trying to be what you want them to be, not who they are, guess what? You found out who they are. You found out a lot of them. There have been divorces in the Christian community that had broke my heart. But at the same time, it says to me that, hey, maybe their foundation didn't even start right. I would rather walk out some of the darkness that me and DeMario have walked out prior to marriage because we know each other very well now. We know what triggers us. We know different things that we're just not going to be, we're not going to have happen in our marriage, right? So I'm okay with that because the foundation will be solid. The foundation will be strong. My question is, do you believe in yourself enough to be brave enough to say, hey, I'm not doing that. I know that's what I used to do. I know that's how you've been accustomed to dealing with me, or I know that I was down with it. You know, I used to do drugs with you, but I'm not cool with that no more. I don't like how my body feels. I'm trying to be healthy. I'm trying to live a long life. I'm trying to have kids. I want to be able to hang with my kids. I don't want to be an invalid. <laughs> invalid. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to drink like I used to. You know, I might have a glass here or there, but no, I'm not, I'm not trying to get drunk. I'm not going to get trashed. I'm good on that. You know, I, I know we were like getting it on pretty strong, but I just, I, I want to do it with my wife. I want to do it with my husband. Like, I don't, I don't want to get down like this no more. I'm good. I'm good. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm really focused right now. 
maybe for you, sex is a distraction. So you're like, look, I'm really focused. I'm, I'm loving the direction that I'm on right now. And this seems to slow me down. So if you want to be in a relationship with me, this is how this is going to go down for me. And if you're not okay with that, you know, I understand it's going to hurt to let you go, but it's going to hurt to stay with you. It's going to hurt more to stay with you. So I got to let you go. Right. Are you brave enough to have those conversations? Are you brave enough and are you bold enough to be like Daniel and say, hey, look, if I'm wrong, cool. I may fall flat on my face, but if I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> and are you willing to say that? Are you really to say that? Willing, excuse me, to say that. That's the message that I want to drive home today is get back to self. And what is that? You got to take time to find out what it is. Who are you? Who are you now? Who you were then may not be who you are now. You've grown, you've seen some things, you've experienced some things. And it's okay to say, hey, dude, we was cool here, but we're not cool here. <laughs> like how you behave is not cool for me and how I behave, it seems to be clashing for you. So how about this is what we're going to do. Love you, wish the best for you, but I got to go this way because this is good for me. No different than Joshua said, as for me and my house, hey, as for me and mine, this is how we're doing things moving forward. If you're down, great. If you're not, great. But hey, I'm not mad at you. But just know, this is how me and mine getting down. And I mean, that's how I talk. I don't know how you talk, but that's how I talk. <laughs> so getting back to self in this season, in this time, look, we're getting ready to come upon April now. We're in the second quarter. Second quarter of 2021. You can do one of two things. You can keep on the path that you're on. Keep over whelming yourself keep overdoing for everybody else right there's a ton of t-shirts that say like for example there's one that says detroit uh versus everybody right um there's a lot of them like that fort worth versus everybody like i've seen a different different variations it's you versus everybody the question is who's gonna win everybody or you you gotta put a stake in the ground at this point and get back to who you know you need to be now who, whatever role you're in, whatever lights your fire, whatever get, makes you wake up in the morning and say, I'm, I'm attacking this. I like, I like this. This is good for me. Then you got to be bold and brave enough to step into it and be okay with it. You got to be like Daniel and say, hey, look, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm all good with failing. Because guess what? I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn something new about myself. But what I'm not going to do is do what you want me to do at the, at the sacrifice of not being happy internally. Because happiness is an inside job. That's all you Peace is an inside job. Nobody can give you that. You got to go get it. So today I want to charge you with getting back to yourself, whatever that is. Whoever you know you have stepped away from, and you'll know it because it's uncomfortable for you to be in the space you're in to the point where it's painful, not to the point where you're growing, where you can see change, but you're seeing change in the reverse. You're going backwards. You're not excelling in life. Change is good when you see growth, when you see elevation, right? Change is not good when you see a constant decline. You got to ask yourself, why are things not improving in my life? If you've changed and you don't see improvement, ask yourself, what's changed and what do I need to do to get back to myself where I'm actually moving forward, not backwards? Removing people, removing habits, creating new disciplines, getting consistent in some things, whatever that is, get back to self. Because if you do, I promise you, you'll be very happy about where your life is headed because time waits for no man and it's time you stop wasting it putting all your energy into everyone else's wants needs and expectations and not setting a standard for your own all right 
So I pray that that touched you. I pray that it talked to you. I pray that you'll take some time, read Daniel, the entire chapter. I want to encourage you to do that. You may find some things, some storylines and whatever translations, there are tons of translations out there. I believe that God will speak to you in whatever translation you read. So I don't get particular about this is the way you should read it because this is the true way it was spoken. Like I know God can do what he wants to do when he wants to do it, how he wants to do it. So read whatever translation speaks to you. Daniel chapter one, I read from verse eight uh, at the God's word translation, but again, whatever translation you choose, take that in, use this week to get back to self. And not only this week, take this whole quarter. If you want to take the 90 day challenge, hit me up in the DM. You guys know, I love to hear from you. No, it's, it's knock nation. I remember no in their church girl is now knock nation. All right. Look for the knock nation on Instagram and be sure to, uh, Continue to share and subscribe, guys. I want to take this thing global, and I know we can. We're already in a few countries, but now it's time to take it even farther so we can serve more people. We can get out here and do some true change in the community. So you know what I always say. May your Monday be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. I love you, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.